The Republican candidates for the U.S. Senate in Ohio are much richer than the people they hope to represent. An $800 million Ohio settlement with the companies that caused the opioid crisis is one step closer after Attorney General Dave Yost asked cities to sign on. And the grassroots effort to put civilians in charge of police discipline in Cleveland gets a big boost from a group connected to LeBron James. It's the Wake Up Morning News Briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Wednesday, August the 18th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. New financial disclosures show a huge financial gap between the leading Republican candidates and the Democratic congressmen running for the U.S. Senate in Ohio. All three candidates seeking the Republican nomination who filed financial disclosure statements this week, Josh Mandel, Jane Timken, and Bernie Moreno, are multimillionaires. U.S. Representative Tim Ryan, however, reported owing more money than he has in assets. Timken and Moreno each disclosed tens of millions of dollars in household assets and millions in personal income during the most recent filing period. The vast majority of Timken's assets are owned by her husband, Tim Timken, whose family founded prominent manufacturing businesses that carry the family name. Moreno's assets, which included commercial real estate, a boat, and a vacation home in the Bahamas, were partially offset by at least $13 million in loans. Mandel, meanwhile, disclosed at least $2.2 million in assets, although that number was boosted by at least $775,000 in three college savings accounts for his kids. Mandel disclosed more than $1 million in income, mostly from corporate board positions. A proposed $800 million-plus settlement between opioid companies and state and local governments in Ohio has cleared a hurdle, as enough local officials have signed on to ensure the deal won't be summarily rejected. But the Ohio Attorney General's office says the deal is not final, as the companies still must close it. Drug maker Johnson & Johnson and drug distributors Amerisource Bergen, McKesson, and Columbus-based Cardinal Health will now consider it. The proposed deal for Ohio is part of a larger $21 billion nationwide settlement related to the company's role in the opioid epidemic. Yost announced last week that 95% of Ohio cities had to approve it, and cities heeded the call as of Tuesday, 96% had signed on. The grassroots initiative to bring civilian control to parts of the Cleveland Police Department received a big boost Tuesday with the support of More Than a Vote, a national voting rights organization that fights racism. More Than a Vote is taking on its first local initiative by partnering with Citizens for a Safer Cleveland, on the coalition's police accountability ballot initiative. Starting this month, More Than a Vote will produce a digital campaign where it will direct people toward canvassing opportunities, phone banks, and other organizing opportunities with citizens for a safer Cleveland. More Than a Vote is a national voting rights and advocacy group led by athletes such as LeBron James. The reform proposal would put the Civilian Review Board in charge of the office that investigates complaints about police and give that board the power to overrule the police chief and public safety director, 
on discipline. A day after, Cleveland Mayor Frank Jackson's administrators told City Council they have not yet finalized their preliminary plan for spending $511 million in federal stimulus money. A trio of council members announced they want to spend $5 million of it on the Greater Cleveland Food Bank. Councilman Mike Polensic, whose Ward 8 includes the food bank's headquarters in the Collinwood neighborhood, emphasized repeatedly during Monday's finance committee that he would like some of the city's money to go toward the food bank. He was joined Tuesday on the steps of City Hall by Council President Kevin Kelly, who was running for mayor, and Ward 12 Councilman Anthony Brancatelli, as well as Kristen Warzaka, CEO of the food bank. The editorial board of Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer earlier this year suggested using $20 million of the stimulus money to help the food bank finish paying for its massive expansion. Cuyahoga County Executive Armand Budish might propose an incentive plan that would provide $100 to county employees who have been vaccinated against the coronavirus. The plan would aim to include all 7,500-plus county employees, including those in the Common Pleas Courts, County Prosecutor's Office, and the County Council. It's an idea similar to one Ohio Governor Mike DeWine used with state employees, which persuaded hundreds of them to get vaccinated. The County Council would have to consider the proposal before it became reality. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer.